Warning. The following podcast is performed by two highly skilled... Badass. Professional. Woke as fuck. Mm, debatable. Idiots? Also debatable. Not all comments are meant to be taken seriously. But some definitely are, so figure it the fuck out. And if you offend easily, oh kindly fuck off. But for the rest of you cunts, enjoy. Can I get up? What's up, dude? Don't you know you need to sleep? What up, everybody? Welcome to the Parenting Podcast. Jay won't go to sleep. Any tips? Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. What up, dude? Sir. Holy moly. What a week, what a week, what a week, what a week, what a week. Yeah. I know he doesn't understand anything, but I always have to be like, oh, I better not say fuck. (laughs) (laughs) He's looking at me like, what? We say in front of him, don't we? Oh, I bet you do. (laughs) So... So, Your boy Biden. What? Fucking what? up, dog. Well, yes. Yeah. On, on the flip side, I will say it's all that it's fucked. I will say that if you listen to any speeches from Trump when he was in presidency, he was saying, "Let's let's get out." Everyone has been saying the same thing. Now, it's obviously handled horrifically. However, for people to say that they weren't supportive of leaving Afghanistan now because Biden is doing it is in fucking insane. Because it's all that they were talking about for the last eight years. Well, I think it's mainly, like you said, how it's handled. And how it was handled was fucking atrociously. I mean... Bad, bad. Yeah, real, really bad. I mean, to just like straight up be like, "All right, everybody, we're out." But what about all of our arsenal? Now nah, we're just gonna leave it. Yeah, like I mean, what is that? You know. Um, it's fucking terrible leadership, is what it is. I very strongly believe that. There are no military advisors taking into consideration on this decision. I doubt that very much. Uh, yeah. Even if, even if, no, no, no. I'm saying even, even someone like Trump, there's military advice seeking. Like to say that there was none is that's, you know, that's not true. Oh man, I feel like it wasn't listened to. I feel like. I don't know who you have as your military advisor, but everybody I know in the military is, like, fucking pissed. And I feel like their leaders in the military world, I feel like none of those guys were supporting them. I don't know. I mean, shit. Maybe there's documentation out there where there's support from high-ranking military officials, but it just feels like it was not a uh, I, I feel like no high ranking official would support that I mean and 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 as usual you guys have fucked all of your allies and not given a shit like America oftentimes I think forgets that everyone else is there with you so now all of our soldiers are no, then we've got to get out right now. Evacuate the console. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. When the when the badass on the playground leaves the playground, everybody else has got to go. Inside. Yeah, 
<laughs> when the tough kid decides he's got to go home, all the other talkers, you know, they 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 scurry off into the brush too, into the bush. <laughs> She left us on that. She, she hates it when I do that. But it's true. I mean, it's 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 not true. Super fucked. What happened? It's terrible about like ever all the now refugees trying to flee the Taliban's control and they're being stopped at the borders and shit. I mean, it's it's caused more than just like. It's not just about America handling the situation like shit. I mean, there's consequences and reverberations of these these actions that are very much felt throughout the world, especially, you know, in the Middle East right now. These people that are not these terrorists are a part of these factions that are very radical. I mean, these are just regular people and now they're fucked and they got nowhere to go and they can't get out, you know, and that's the real shame of it all. I mean, ain't trying to get into the the fucking long debate of whether we belong there. Why did we go there? All of that shit. The thing is like we were there and it was a huge power vacuum that, Honestly, I think that power vacuum filled rather quickly. I don't, I mean, I'm not an expert on these types of deals, but I. It was less than 24 hours. It was like we were on the runway, and there were people. (laughs) Were the people on the runway, like people just being like, take me with you, take me with you? Yeah, that. Things are really terrifying, huh? I, I mean, I. I purposely stay out of looking at the news and shit, so the downside is I am kind of ignorant to a lot of what's going on unless I independently look into each specific incident, which, you know, granted, this probably would have been a good one to look into, but that's what you're here for. There's just images of people, like, holding on to the, like, the wheels of a plane as it's taking off. And then they're all falling. Like, it's just people holding onto wings. Just, you, the level of desperation that you have to have to hold on to it. Like, those wheels also just go inside the plane. Like, you're. Yeah. There's no, no thought. Like, they're about. It's so, it's so scary to watch. The lack of understanding for modern technology. Modern, and that's, and that is saying like retractable wheels on an airplane is quote unquote modern technology, which it's not. Then you're talking about hanging on to wings. That shit's been around for a minute. You've got to know. If you're acting, okay, Afghanistan before we fucking came in there, like Afghanistan in the seventies was more progressive, I think, than the States. Like they they have modern conveniences. They're not idiots. They know how planes work. It is, a, you're about to be beheaded. Well, you're going to fall. And try and hold on to something. It is you're, just you're not, holding on. Man, you're not riding out a plane ride, though. That's just, what I'm saying is, like, if I'm in that situation. I'm so terrified that you've lost all rational thought. I, talk, I get what you're saying. I'm not trying to be, like, crass to that point. I'm saying, like, my, I, you know, I don't know. I feel like holding onto the wing of an airplane is guaranteeing your fate. Granted, your fate feels very guaranteed right now, but that ain't an exit plane. You know what I mean? Like that, holding onto the wheels, fuck. I mean, maybe you could think when when those bitches retract, I'm going to like use all of my muscles and like get into the fetal position around this tire or some shit. And get sucked up, you know, and then get retracted in with. I could see that. But holding on to the wing? No, I'm not. I'm not I don't think I'm ever going to be holding on to a wing of a plane. That's fucking yeah. insane. But, you know, that's terrifying. 
that they have, like, I couldn't imagine what would be going through your head, like, thinking that's viable. It's wild. It's so nuts. But that's what's happening right now. And they're real, like, like, like they're real people. Like, oh my god. And, and then I think there was a bombing last night. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. I did hear about that. I didn't. I didn't look into it. So ten American servicemen were killed. It was a bombing near the airport. I believe, or at the airport. Yeah. I saw a little like news article, but I don't know. Even with some of that stuff, especially in these circumstances, it's like, man, I hate reading those real early articles because nine times out of ten, it's like bullshit, or you know what I mean. Or there's like there's a very snip, a small snippet of truth, but everything else is just speculation. I saw a video of Denzel Washington talking to some reporter talk, talking about now um, how the sur- how, what are the long-term side effects of having a surplus of information and he's talking about how one of the side effects now is um, the truth is no longer as important as being first that supersedes all like it all it don't matter if it's true or not we're gotta be first we gotta be the first one to report it we gotta and that's a it's a kind of a long he had a long explanation for it it was really good it's just yeah and it seems like some of the more like well-rounded or like level-headed people in hollywood or in the celebrity status are the ones that you don't really hear much from. But when you do, you're like, yeah, yeah, you are so fucking right. <laughs> I also think that people who are smart, who are of a celebrity status like that, you're talking about, like, they also know it's not really my, like, I'm not a military advisor, like, you know, when, like, it's, like, the dumb, confident kids who are, like, let me tell you about the budget for California, like, you, right. you, you learn lines for a living, what are you, what are you doing, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, for sure, and, you know, people aren't smart enough to differentiate the people they look up to and move the movies that they like versus people that actually have poignant thoughts and like have the same ideals and like that you do and whatnot. They just seem to agree with like, oh, I love you in all of these movies, so now I love your opinion on everything. It's like they can have a large platform, and it's it's very human to want to like share your opinion and share your thoughts and like but not everybody's very fucking smart and some people you just like it's cool to say it but like maybe people don't need to listen to it and believe it like it's it's a wild world that we live in I was listening to a podcast about um, the low-fat era. You remember that in the '90s and whatnot? Everything was like low-fat, and chemical, the chemical shitstorm era. Yeah, well, yeah, they figured out like they would take all of the fat out of something, but then they had to replace the calories with something. So they literally just replaced it with like sugars. And they were selling it as, like, health food. And this whole low-fat diet shit was 
these scientists, like I think it was nine out of ten of these scientists that said the sugar was a cause of heart heart disease and shit like that. The ones that decline, like deem that inconclusive, like nine out of ten of them were funded in some way or another by like the sugar industry and. Yeah, it's really really scary when you delve into the diet world. Well, uh, and how sugar industry is involved. Well, it's just in general, like how little you can really trust those people because like companies and corporations like that shit their only point of existence is to make money and it appears like there's no moral high ground for it like there is they will they will make more money at whatever cost um I just heard today Steve-O was talking about his dad and how he worked for a big tobacco company. I don't remember what it was called. But while he And then up he was the CEO of Nabisco. Well, what happened was the tobacco company that he worked for had a merger with Nabisco. They bought him out. So and that was when the science was like finally coming to light like inconclusively that cigarettes cause cancer and they're killing people and but now we have these same CEOs that were lying to us about tobacco for all these years these guys are now in charge of Nabisco now they're in the food the food game like no wonder all of this shady shit is now going on in the United States, like, food industries. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's so true. Most of the sugar companies are owned by big tobacco companies. Like, most of those big, like, it's scary how big those companies are, and and they're companies that you've never heard of, and then you'll hear something like, oh, no, they own, like, everything. Yeah. But what I was thinking about was when, the, when women started to sort of go into the workplace more, and that's when they started to make these sort of yeah. easier meals, right? Like that's when everything days, got way worse. I agree. When women well, got in, interjected, the moral high ground gone you take a rib and now they're just trying to take everything like everyone sort of needs to know about nutrition these days and in the 60s and 70s they just did it like you didn't know about it and they're like oh you can get a pork roast that only takes a minute in the microwave and i can go to work and still have a like a meal for me like all of that like microwave stuff and people just didn't realize and then suddenly slowly 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 and then it's like we woke up one day and we're like oh the tobacco companies are just feeding us cancer via sugar in a microwavable tub like how did we end up with these edible food like products that aren't food they're just like yeah. it's so weird it's so weird that when you look at all of your favorite products in america look at the ingredients list and then look at that exact same product in europe and look at that ingredients well, that's list because, that's because gmos are illegal well everywhere, but I, in america. there's a lot of like really long names that are hard to pronounce they are impossible to remember and you're going like, God, why is that kind of acid and oils all being added into this? Like, I feel like a Fruit Loop is just like ground up toasted corn with some sugar in it, flavored sugar. Like, what? I mean, I get preservatives, he's got to make it last, but it seems like there's a lot of filler. <laughs> a lot of filler. It's wild. It almost makes you feel bad about like buying all like. So I remember when I was young, like early twenties, like I lived off of processed food because it was the cheapest. Like 
you just look at how wages don't increase, like how the middle class is being like the middle to lower, like you just keep getting dug at from every angle. And you're like, oh, now like, yeah, it makes sense that a lot of the majority of those terrible foods are being eaten by the backbone of society because that's all that we can afford. And who's pumping it to us? Man, I'm getting, I'm getting dark. I'm getting dark. We gotta lighten it up. <laughs> Lil Nas X is upset with Tony Hawk because Tony Hawk has um, a new board line coming out with Liquid Death. There's like 100 skateboards that have a graphic design and... They've got a little bit of his blood in the paint, I guess, for a part of the design. And Lil Nas X is all up in arms, saying it's... It's not completely unfounded, because, like, you know, this is getting nothing but praise. Like, there's being no public outcry, but when he had the drop of blood in his satanic Nike shoes, like, it was... And he's blaming all of it on that he's black and gay. Which, I'm not saying that's, there's not weird hatred against those people for whatever reason, but someone else brought up, it's like, no, it's because maybe a lot of people weren't down with the satanic part of it. Mike, that's also valid. But it is kind of funny, though, that... <laughs> America is definitely racist. Yeah, well, that's but exactly right. It's also definitely religious. Yeah, like you just hit them on every angle. And I don't... The thing that I have a problem with is that people get pissed off with the satanic, but if someone had a Christian-themed thing, then it's like, oh my God, look how brave they are. And you're like, yeah, you know, not a lot of people are very... Uh, outspoken about their religion in modern society or you know like in the celebrity world I guess but also like the satanic shit like if you don't believe in it and you don't like it you should be like well whatever but like it's still like it's still just a bunch of shit man you know it just who cares if that's what he's into he's into it cool man you're not killing people, right? You're not making people do things they don't want to do? You're not hurting anyone? Sweet. That's all I care about. That's it. People are so weird and sensitive about the stupidest shit. Who was the other person who did a satanic thing? Well, apart from like, the Nazis, someone else did something with their blood in paint in paint this week. Oh, Tony Hawk, you were just saying that, sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the conversation. <laughs> Jeez. Listen, it's hard to hear over the screams. I know everyone else gets, they don't hear my audio, thankfully, like it's subscribe to the parenting podcast. Like and subscribe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I can't hear shit, he's screaming. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's tired. It's when you just lay him down. Yeah, it's nice and easy when you can talk to them and be like, you're all right, little one, I'll see you when you wake up. And he understands. That's different. That's different from this Mitch. How old is he? You can't just put him in a room. How old is he? He's damn near walking. It's not. He just learned where where his tongue is. Yeah. He's five months, I guess, in like a couple of weeks. Like a week, he'll be five months. He likes the upright. I always did the horizontal. Always made sure it was really dark. Like just mm -hmm. trying to be in like, like uh, a, a change from like when we're not trying to go to sleep, you know, it's well lit or whatever, yeah. but like just changing the visual, even if it's just a little bit, it's kind of like, and then like doing the horizontal, like, it's time to chill. 
I usually do the horizontal, but the last couple of days he's been wanting to be up. I don't know. Well, it's hard too. I mean, like you're talking and like all of this. Like this is honestly like the worst time. If you want, like we could take a a word from our sponsors and then like you could like make some real effort or make some real headway at trying to put them down and then we could continue. It's okay. We're I think we're over the tantrum. He's gonna close his eyes. Oh right. So if we do need to put go to the sponsors, we will. Yeah, you know, well, we've got a few. Oh. oh God. Well, what else has been happening? So this guy, you know, he's got mm-hmm. a daughter. It's like mm-hmm. twelve or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And apparently, in the what is it like seven days that they've been back at school? This gym teacher, that's not even her gym teacher, has like singled her out and like talked to her, and like, hey, let's send a Snapchat to this other gym teacher, and in both times. He talked about like how pretty she was. No. And the second one was like, oh yeah, tell him like how you're so much prettier this time. And I'm like, oh. yeah. So what's he gonna do? Fuck, they called their lawyer and the lawyer put up like a writ, like uh, wrote something up saying that this person is not allowed to come anywhere near their daughter or interact with her in any way. And like they, like they want to have a sit down. They want to confiscate his cell phone. Both of those mm-hmm. teachers' cell phones. And like I think they had like meetings today. Cause like when he told me, he was like, I was about ready to just fucking show up there. And I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, no shit, man. Like, I, that's so in a fucking appropriate. Like, and he's like, I just, I just can't wait to hear what he has to say. When I fucking ask him what, because there's no explainable reason for a teacher to be taking videos of my daughter on his private Snapchat, and then violate. Or less. Yeah. Now means that she's not the only one that's They've another to, thing to address this the school that's another thing is uh other girls has said that guy was creepy and like he'd taken other girls over to like some other door and obviously in your head is like maybe where the cameras aren't showing mm. so I'm like yeah for sure like i would be doing starting some serious investigating Like, it's so scary. What the fuck, man? And it is unfortunately so common. And teachers, for the most part, are phenomenal people who have patience of saints and are happy to like look after children. That's not everyone, but there are some people, and this is the same as the priest thing, where. They have an attraction to children. How do they get close to children? You pick a, a, an occupation where you're around children all the time. And God, I mean, our high school had a drama teacher. Everyone knew. Everyone knew. Even now, I'm like, I'll ask Dad occasionally. He'll be like, oh, you'll never guess what. And I was like, what? They found him? Finally, and we'll say his name. His name's David Dunn. I don't give a shit. Yeah, he's having sex with fucking plenty of the high school girls. And still is to this day. And, you know, you start to hear stories coming out from the schools, the piano teacher at the private school here. He was molesting a child and their school handled it so terribly. Then they were like, okay, well, would you like another teacher to be in there with you during your piano lessons then? And the dad's like, he's not only is he never having piano lessons with it, this guy shouldn't have a job. And it's a big story now. And of course he's fired. But like, the way that it's handled until you make a scene is terrifying. I think it's not handled. I would be like, I wouldn't get along. I would get in so much trouble. If I had a daughter, 
at that. Yeah. In that age group or whatever, and they're like, oh no, he's still going to be, and like, say like my daughter loved to play piano and needed lessons, and he was the, the one giving them to him. I like. And they won't fire him. I think I would just go, beat the piss out of him. And then when we get arrested, just tell the cops, tell them exactly why, and. <laughs> like, I'm gonna do it again, <laughs> and again. Until he quits. Yeah. Like, if you guys won't fucking do it, I will. It's so crazy. The only place that deals with child predation correctly is prison. Mm, right. I mean, like... Yeah. Say what you want about prison, but at least they deal with pedos, right? crazy it's insane well that's really scary so there's a meeting set up obviously yeah and the it's going down yeah a snapchat video and sending it to the other one yeah oh my so I will uh, once I know more it... once I know more you'll know more oh god so I had a tweaker in my trash the other morning. Yeah. What? I get up. It's fucking Monday morning. I get up to go to work. I walk out my door. I'm walking to my work vehicle. And there is a guy with his waist at the opening of the recycle bin. And he's like leaning in. Like he's like about like if I go grab his feet and flip him up over into the can, and there is trash everywhere around him. Mm-hmm. And I just yell, "What the fuck is going on?" And he hops out and he's going like, "Sorry," and he starts picking up all the trash and putting it back in. So I just fucking stand there and watch him. Like, I sure shit ain't picking this up. Like. You got it out. You're going to pick it up, my dude. And about halfway through cleaning it up, he looks back at me and he's like, is this yours? Like, yeah, motherfucker. What the fuck do you th- I just walk out of my house. Who else is it going to be? So he cleans it all up like straight tweaker. Like he had the weird, like mouth jerks and like the grunts and the muscle spasms weird looking like deformed mouth then when he hopped on his bike that was surely stolen he told me that he accidentally knocked it over and he took off riding away with a bag of stuff I don't know what he got but he got some treasures out of my trash but what a way to start a Monday morning I was late for work because it was like Man, I had to watch this tweaker pick up my trash because I'm ain't doing it. It's <laughs> so crazy. God, man. Wonder what he was looking for. Who knows, man? It's all methed up. <laughs> so much meth. So much meth. And here as well on the island, so much meth. Crystal. What do you guys call it? We call it, like? we call it ice. Ice. That's what Hawaiians do. Like Polynesian too. It makes sense. It's it's. A, I didn't know that region stretched that far southwest. Mm. Ice, yeah. Ice. It's fucking. I was talking to one of the guys, one of the framers on my job site. He's a like a recovering addict. He's been clean for a while, but I mean, you can just tell, like. Once a few of those wires get crossed and fried, like, there's just kind of... You can come back... Well, like, um, like mentally and, like, personality-wise, like, the old good self obviously comes back, but sometimes the brain's just still a little twitchy. Like... Yeah. It fucks you up pretty hardcore. Well, it's like what Hunter S. Thompson said. You can turn your back on a man never turn your back on a drug and like meth's a prime example of that like it just 
robs you of your dignity, like your moral compass, like everything. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm sure heroin, obviously heroin, crack, but there's just something about those uppers, like those tweakers versus like I always call like the heroin addicts like junkies and then like the upper guys crack meth like tweakers obviously yeah I think that that's correct junkies yeah and that junkies are like having a nap in a tram stop and you know they're in meth but they're they're not not like they're still running through when you know Dr. Drew makes a very good point. You can tell what sort of drug someone's on it. If they avoid the police, yeah. it is something, yeah, cocaine. Or, and if yep. they go to the police, yeah. which is so true. And it's so weird, though. Like, why are you so confrontational? You've got probably a felony in your pocket. And you're obviously whacked out on it right now. Why are you so confrontational? But know. they don't realize how obviously high. I think they're like, all right, cool. I'm running on normal level. It's like, I'm just similar to when it. you take Adderall. It's like, I bet that's <laughs> what the feeling is. It's like, okay, here we go. And so you think you're being completely rational and normal, but, the, but you're fed smoker. Yeah. Yeah, brother. Yep. This car puts, poli- <laughs> this car puts cops in prison, brother. Believe me, I just listened to a New Your Mom's House about me. Had some Fed Smoker clip. <laughs> He's talking to this guy, and you can just hear it in this guy's voice when like Fed Smoker's going off on him, like on this weird rant. And he's like, "Yep, uh huh." <laughs> Obviously awkward. Thoughts for the cause. It's weird seeing people that you've known sober, gotten like, gotten to like, and then see them slip down and fall down that path again, back down into the the meth world and. Just the slow degradation of their soul, man. It just... It's hard to watch, and they kind of can't help but feel sad for the guy. But also, you know, like... Man, what the fuck can you do, man? Like, we're all... Master and commander of our own destiny. And... You can't... You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And if that's the life they choose, that's the life that they choose. To me, you just gotta. It's depending on who it is, I suppose, but just gotta let them do their thing, and hopefully they figure it out before it's too late. Don't go going through people's trash too. God damn, so annoying. Stealing shit from hardware stores. Crazy ass. Makes me wonder if the guy that ran through the neighborhood, like, breaking into people's homes, like, man, well, fuck, I already kind of knew that, because the last place my phone pinged was at a meth trailer court, so obviously it was a junkie selling a phone to get a fix. But he went through a bunch of houses, like, man, fucking crazy. So confrontational. What are you reading about? This chick, man, she's a Jehovah's Witness, and man, is she dedicated. I mean, we get letters all the time. Everyone does it. This is to my neighbor. We get them at our house and the beach house, so they're just to every address. Handwritten, full pages. Oh, handwritten. That must go into these fucking letters and no one's writing her back I'm sure you should write her back 
You guys can pick up. You know what they'll like. No, okay, here's what you do. You preface it with, like, all right, I'm going to tell you this. You ain't selling me on nothing, okay? I'm only doing this because I feel like it's a crime for you to handwrite all these letters and never get a rebuttal. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then you could be like, I am, you know, my name is Kaylin, and I am a full-blown atheist who believes in nothing. Darn near a nihilist. But I wish you well. And I wonder, what do you do in your free time? What do you do for fun? Do you like to play racquetball? Or do you play canasta? No. What is that fucking... That is not the name of a game, but it is fucking close to it. And I cannot think of what it is. Canasta. That's not it. I can't think of it. Because then I want to go to Canary... And then I think yellow, and now I forget what the fuck was that name of that anyway. I think you should be a pen pal. Get a pen pal. I also thought it was funny how pen pals back before telephones were like so common and like all the rage. Pen pals, just writing letters back and forth. And then now we can talk to people in real time and hear their voice. Holy shit! Now I'm just gonna talk to people over the phone. And then our phones evolve into man, I never talk to this person, but I text them every day. So now we're like back to the pen pal back stage. To, yeah, you're it's, right. it's interesting that we prefer that. I think it's just the ease for most things, the simplicity of it. And the non-confrontational thing, like, I think that's got to be a thing, too, right? Like, oh, I just don't want to talk to anybody. Someone texts you, you're like, all right, I'll text you back. But I'm like, I ain't trying to, like, talk on the phone. We're so jaded now. Back when Alexander Graham Bell was figuring this shit out, would he ever think that society would be so jaded of his invention that we're like, ugh, I know I can hear your voice over... Like, we could be on other sides of the world, and I could still hear your voice, but, ugh, I'd just rather write you instantly. Yeah, I know. Well, it's like that, that joke that I don't, I forget which comedian was making it, but they're talking about air travel and how everyone complains about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was, you know, like, I was on the tarmac for two hours, and it's like, can you imagine telling the Bright Brothers, like, Pack it up. Don't even bother. You have to wait an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's so funny. Because, yeah, we're so used to the convenience, and when it runs slick as shit, like, man, you ever get into the airport, and you're just like, you go through security. You get to your gate. You're boarding. You get on the plane. The plane's, like, first, and, like, what? you ain't got to wait Boom, you're in the air, and you're just like, that was slick as shit. Even better than that is landing, walking to your other, in not a rush, just just walking, you're not running, nice and casual, you get to your next flight, and it's boarding, and you get on that flight, and if you can get a two-for-one slick, smooth transaction, that's that's what dreams are made of. You know, Unfortunately, sometimes you do have to wait. I don't mind waiting. I, you know, I don't mind airport bars. I actually kind of like, it's a fun part of traveling for me. I like it too. I like to have a long layover so it's not stressful. I'll grab a couple drinks. Exactly. And you know, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to need to get some food in me because that's another thing. It seems like it's very easy not to eat when you're traveling. You have a day of like fasting. But you're also drinking, and we're not all young bucks anymore, you know? Like, guy hates to admit it, but shit, man. Needs the foods to keep us going. I haven't traveled in so long 
it's kind of like really depressing. There for a good number of years, like I was fortunate enough to be able to travel, not like crazy frequent, but like, yeah, I mean, in even some instances, yeah, like crazy frequent. Just being able to go to like LA and then Miami and Dallas and we went to Orlando. That was so much fun. That was a that was a really fun time in my life. Did some crazy shit. Met some crazy people. Had a lot of fun. A lot of gnarly, gnarly hangovers. Like, I'm so glad, though. Like, that, those are rough. Don't miss those. But every once in a while, you know, the occasion calls for it. crazy thinking back of I remember in the younger years when we would just get fucked up every night and we would even talk about it like well you know we're doing it now because there's going to be a day when fuck man we ain't going to be able to do this and I remember thinking like I was having so much fun where I'm like man like really don't look forward to that day I think that's where like a part of dudes like midlife crisis comes in is when they're like oh man that day has come but then like you see the other side and you're like oh yeah it's not that bad either like kind of like wasted a lot of time (laughs) it's so fucked up but god damn it was fun lot of crazy experiences over the years did you know fed smoker is from our area oh really i think i might have heard that you might have told me that before and i just yeah i i need to listen to more fed smoker because he's got a great accent brother (laughs) i feel like oh fuck i feel like i could just Knock that one out of the park. He's so good. <laughs> um, yeah. He's dead, ain't he? He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> what fucking movie is that off of? It was like they're talking about someone like, didn't he die? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I go back to work tomorrow. Yay! I know. You don't fucking even start to complain with your actual legit maternity leave Australia. Oh, I haven't worked since February. You fucking dickweed. <laughs> but it's going to be daddy duty for Ty. Does his paternity leave start then? He had two weeks. Yeah, which is still pretty legit. Like, I and just got a new crazy bill. <laughs> it's just primary caregiver. So if he was wanting to, if he wanted to stay home, then he could do the eighteen weeks, and I could do the two weeks. So it doesn't, you know, it's it's either either. See, he got a two week vacation. And I got a two-week notice that I just got a huge bill. <laughs> Every monthly bill. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, it's worth every penny. But it's funny. I love the fucking shit, man. You know, I just... I uh, This just popped into my head completely random. But it's just small town living, which you'll understand. So I ordered um, some stuff for Ty for, fa- for Father's Day. And so I know that it's coming today because I had the notification. But, um, so the post he was pulling up, so I went out the front to grab it, you know, whatever he had. It was this Mormon letter. And um, I was like, oh, I thought I had a package. And he goes, oh, Damien's got it. He goes, we're so confused because it doesn't say 
your other address on it, which is our beach house, which is where I used to get my post when the beach we were lived at, they didn't have posts. So now we're in a different suburb where, anyway. So he's like, yeah, he's like, oh, well, that makes sense. We were all confused. He goes, I'll, I'll text Damien. He almost took it to the other one. We thought it was a, a typo or something. <laughs> oh, Dude. But I love that. And when I was in Nebraska, if I was like traveling for work and I had something delivered at work, he would, the postie would deliver it to my house. Just if I was knew. not at work that week. That's wild. Yeah. I know my mailman, not like no knowing, but like we wave at each other. Like when he sees, like he'll he'll look at me long enough until I look at him, and then he'll wave. Or like it's yeah. not one of those where they're like, "I didn't see you." Yeah. No, I like the mailman in Connie. I used to leave him Christmas gifts and stuff, like just chocolates and stuff. But, I should you know, do that. Got... It's a really nice thing to do. I'm gonna do that this year. Don't let me forget. When you do yours, I'm gonna do mine. Yeah. That's, that's dope. Get them some like Hershey's cookies and cream bars. Yeah, and it's like it costs you a dollar, but like it really makes no, their day out. But like, don't give them a couple. I give them a stack, you know? So it's like, this is gonna be a couple day thing that you're gonna have some treats on your route. I'm sorry about never updating my bank statement address. <laughs> it's constantly <laughs> wrote in pen. Every... Oh, man. I know. I'm always like, they'll figure it out. I'm <laughs> just like, I don't give a fuck. It's still making it here, and if it don't, I don't give a fuck. Like, it's, like, it's my savings account bank statement thing, like, that doesn't have shit in it because I make fucking piss all. Um, so... Yesterday, <laughs> I'm like always scaring my kid. <laughs> I can't help it. It's so funny. And he always laughs once I start laughing, and then he'll laugh. Like, he loves it. And he scares me. Like, well, he tries to, and I always just would, ah, like, make a big deal out of it so he can get the enjoyment too. But, like, I'll, I'll, like, hide behind, like, because. My my bathroom's on the other side of my kitchen. So I'll be like, all right, let's go to the bathroom, take a shower. And I'll go into the kitchen first, and there's no lights on. And I'll like, hide behind the stove, and he's like walking past the stove to go to the bathroom. And I'll be like, ah! And just the frequency of I can that I can get him is what's funny. But now, like, he's like, I'm like, hey, let's go take a shower. So then he'll, like, run to the bathroom first. So he'll hide behind the stove. So then when I walk by, like he'll jump out at me. So I'm like, ah. Hey, uh, yeah. um. Do you want to take a break? I gotta, I gotta shit to, to remove. Hey, let's. Shit. Oh. Hey, let's uh, <laughs> take a word from our sponsors. Like I'm gonna take five. I'll be right back too. Be right back. All right, everybody, listen to what, uh, well we have to say. Listen to us, sell something. Oh, yeah, welcome back. What a wonderful advertisement we put together. Hope you've learned a lot. Look at that tired little boy. Like and subscribe to the Parenting Podcast. But right now, we're just going to sing some soothing little lullabies. So if you're listening to this to try and stay awake early morning at work, just, just focus on the road. He keeps ripping out all of my hair. So I've been eating like weirdly healthier as of late, I guess. Like this past week at night, I've just been having, I had some like fresh veggies. I like had some, a bunch of like fresh green beans and green onions and shit. So I just wrapped them in some tin foil with some olive oil and a little bit of butter. 
And I would just eat a big old bowl of that shit at night. I've been doing that about every night. I just... I feel like it's it's healthier than McDonald's and KFC, although KFC is delicious. Oh, man. You guys can't see it, but she's got the classic mom do. It's a mess. She's just doing her thing right now. Singing a lullaby. Muting the microphone. Baby's fighting sleep. Oh, got some hair. Got some hair. <laughs> and it's free. Okay, we're back. Put it back. Nope. Not getting it back in the pony, but we'll get it out of his reach for a minute. Forget about the hair, young boy. Young child. Just think about little lambs and deer frolicking through a meadow. Slow, whooshing river off in the distance. The sun slowly sinking down below the mountains on the horizon. A lone wolf howls at the setting sun. deer comes out of the forest, the tree line, out onto the field for his evening breakfast graze. A gentle wind brushes over the prairie. I don't know about you, but I had some great imagery on that. Maybe I'm just high, but it was very calming for me. I was about ready to go to sleep. He's like, fuck this. What else has been going on in the world? stressful evenings getting them down been lucky enough to where once he's able to go to sleep on his own like he's never really just alright time for bed you know like we do it and then shut the light off and that's it like he knows it's, it's time to go kids that like always fight it even through like toddlerness and whatnot like woof fuck that yeah I know I hope he doesn't I hope so <laughs> oh he won't he'll he'll figure it out Yeah, we do have okay. an hour. Yeah, there's plenty of time. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's been a great hour. It was fun. Talk about some shit. Yeah. Maybe. We sure did. Well, and if, it, if, you know, if you are looking 
to take advantage of air travel, we suggest not holding onto the wheels as your method. Yeah, that's unless you have incredible. Just bring you... it back full circle from the end <laughs> to the to the. Unless you've been working on your core and you could tuck yourself up under that bitch. That's also a possibility. If you're a 90s action movie star, you could probably get away with it. <laughs> Not your average Afghani, though. Alright, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Yeah.